Hi, good afternoon. This is Mike Marshev, and this is Mike Up Marshev once again. This week, something happened to me. I wanted to share it with you. Uh, it reminded me of a podcast I uh, recorded back in on August 31st, and the year was 2020, August 31st, 2020, when I shared with you my uh, Notre Dame story. It was called the Notre Dame story. And today's topic has to do with the fine line between persistence and being a nuisance, being a nuisance and being uh, persistent. And in sales, in sales, there is a great uh, need for persistence, but there's also an awful lot of, of boring, manipulative, aggressive people out there uh, that we don't want to be con- uh, we don't want to be confused as. So the, the fine line in sales is one between becoming a bore, becoming too pushy, and becoming persistent. So I want to just talk to you a little bit about that today. And I, it, was, it was brought to my attention this week because of a, a, a letter I wrote, a letter I wrote this week. But let me go back to August 31st, 2020, to my Notre Dame story. I'm going to speed this up so I don't bore you with it. But the, the point is, is that back in 1967... I applied to the University of Notre Dame. Uh, I was a senior in high school in 1967. And I didn't have the right SATs. I didn't have the right class rank to be considered as a Notre Dame candidate. But I applied anyway. I applied anyway. And when I received my first rejection notice from Notre Dame, it w- didn't come as a, uh, a surprise to me because I wasn't a real qualified candidate. Well, my mom at the time said, listen, go back a second time and let him know that you're really interested in going to school there. Uh, Most people stop after their first rejection. And that holds true with the sales percentage I've been sharing with you all along. 50% of salespeople quit after the first contact, 25% quit after the second contact, and 80% of sales happen after the fifth or higher contact. So, I went back and I reapplied to the University of Notre Dame with a little note saying I was rejected the first time and would you please uh, reconsider. And I received a second rejection letter that said, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, We appreciate the effort, but still because of the situation, we cannot uh, let you in. We We can't accept you, but I'll tell you what we will do. We will put you on the waiting list. And I thought that was really a home run. You know, now I'm on the waiting list. You know, who who would ever think that would happen? And my mother said, no, we don't want to be on the waiting list. Let's write him another letter. So I sat down and I said, you know, waiting list, thank you very much. But we really would like to be accepted in the class in 1971. And could you please reconsider? I really want to attend your university. And here's why. Bing, bing, bing. Well, lo and behold, long story short, I received an acceptance letter from the University of Notre Dame that welcome to the class of 71. Now, I think that had to do with my polite pers- persistence because everybody wants to go there, and then when they're rejected, they just give up. They just say, okay, I've tried it, I gave it a shot, and they really didn't want to go there. But by showing a second time that you wanted to go, that positions you in a different category. And then when you go back a third time, that positions you in a different category. And the same thing holds true in sales, folks, that the knee-jerk response from most people is, no thanks, I'm just looking, and and they go away, and most people then quit. 
It's the people who show their sincere interest in, in a sale or in a university or in a spouse or in anything that they come back again and again and again. And that's what happened to me back in 1967. And what happened to me recently this week, and I hope I'm not jumping around too much on you, is that I applied, uh, proposed a speaking engagement uh, that was later this year. And I, I thought I was in pretty good shape to get this speaking assignment. And I was rejected. I said, no, thanks to either the budget or uh, the circumstances, what have you, weren't right. Thank you for uh, proposing, Mike, but we are not going to select you as one of this year's speakers. Well, I wrote a letter back to them right away, right away, saying, I understand budgets. I understand agendas. No problem. If I can help you in the future, let me know. And that was the end of that. And then I sat back and said, wait a second. 50% of salespeople quit after the first rejection. I was just rejected the first time. Now, am I going to go away and, and support that percentage or... Am I going to raise my hand a second time, like I did at the University of Notre Dame years ago, and come back? And that's exactly what I did. I sat down and crafted a, uh, not a pushy, not an arrogant, not a manipulative letter, just saying, you know, because of situations, I understand. However, I think that I can contribute to your program for these reasons, A, B, C, D. I would appreciate another look, uh, another consideration or whatever. I forget exactly what my words were. So, I, I wrote back. Now, as I'm sitting here today, folks, I don't know what the answer is. I, I have no idea if that second letter was going to work or not work. But the point is, is that I thought enough. I wanted this gig enough to craft a second attempt. Now, let's leave my story out from now on and talk about your story. What is it that you want? Who do you want to do business with? Not just, I want business, but pinpoint, target, identify someone you want to do business with, and then make an effort to introduce yourself to that person and lay out your story of why you think you might be the right fit. And if it doesn't work the first time, then sit down with a cup of coffee, relax a little bit, let a little time pass under the, under the bridge, and then say, how can I go back and try it a second time without appearing manipulative, aggressive, boring, um, or too pushy. And then if, if that doesn't work, give it some more time and maybe, think about it, maybe go back a third time because the first time doesn't really indicate your interest. The second time begins to show your interest and the third time really begins to show your sincerity and your, your interest in this particular project. Now, the thin line, and here it is. Here's the, here's the trick. Who decides if it's persistence and who decides if it's manipulative or too pushy? That's the question. And the answer is the recipient of your letter. So, therefore, it has to be crafted very, very carefully in a timely sequence so it doesn't appear too, too knee-jerk pushy. But if the person decides that you're being manipulative, there's nothing you can do about that. Because, in fact, you just followed professional procedure. And they can think whatever they want to think. But you know that for your family's uh, eating habits and, and, and your purpose, you know you did it the right way. And I fear that many of you out there are accepting rejection prematurely. I fear that you're taking that 
no as a no forever, figuring that if I go back, they will think less of me. And I think, I think that if you go back in a professional manner, they will think more of you as being a true professional. As long as you're good at what you do, as long as you have good solid reasoning behind your proposal, then I don't see why you hesitate in not going back two, three, or four times. Now, you can go back five, six, seven, eight times, not just, but just not in the same week. You know, you have to pick weeks and months between your contacts so they don't think that you're too aggressive. But very few people, very few people go back months later and say, hey, have you given it some more thought? Very, very few people. And I'm here to tell you, just like I got into the University of Notre Dame with with polite professional persistence, I think that if you go back, if you try things a second or third time, you will find yourself giggling or smiling at yourself, saying to you, you know, this system really works. And it will work if you're sincere. It will work if you're genuine. It will work if you're good at what you do. Now, if you can't dot those three I's, then chances are it won't work. But today's message is don't quit too soon. Go back a second, third, or fourth time in a timely fashion, in a professional fashion, and I think some good things are going to happen to you, as they did for me. Now, that's what today's message is. I hope it made sense. I went back to 1967. I hope I didn't throw you in the the time warp there, but it's a lesson I'll never forget, and I carry it to this day, and I hope you got a little bit out of today's message. I will talk to you next week at Mike.Marshev. This is Mike, over and out.